2: Here's what's cooking on all-new Sports Stove Local Hour. We're talking football with running back Joshua Carter and linebacker Jalen Harrod. We'll break down a little bit of the basketball games from this week as well and talk about what's ahead for EKU sports. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour.
0: McKinney looks, sets it to the pocket, throws open
2: receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet.
1: Our identity
0: is: we're going to press for 40 minutes. We're going to play up tempo. We're going to play with unbelievable passion. And then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.
2: Welcome into an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Located right across the street from campus, Mad Mushroom has been serving kernels since 2016, and they're known as the home of the original cheese sticks. I tell you, you cannot get a better cheese stick anywhere than Mad Mushroom. Come on by. Come on inside. They got tables and chairs, booths, TVs for you to watch things as well with your friends or your family. If you go into the store and you order, you tell them, mention, excuse me, the Sports Stove Podcast. They're going to give you $5 off your purchase of $20 or more, or you can order online at madmushroom.com and use the code SPORTS5 You get that same discount, $5 off, $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And we are feeding your EKU fix today. We have two great interviews for you. We'll talk a little bit about the basketball games uh, that went on earlier this week and what's ahead on Thursday, a huge game, Eastern Kentucky versus Western Kentucky at home an Alumni Coliseum or Baptist Health Arena uh, and uh, looking forward to that game as well. But let's get you right into it with football. Of course, coming off the big win this weekend against Central Arkansas, a dominating performance by the EKU football team, both offensively and defensively. Next up is Jacksonville State, which is going to be a tough battle on the road for EKU. But In this game against Central Arkansas, we saw a big offensive performance by backup running back Joshua Carter, who's been getting more touches. He's kind of he took the Keandre McGlure load pretty much uh, and is running with it. He had 13 carries, 125 yards, and a touchdown in the game last weekend, including a 69 yard scamper. And uh, Joshua Carter had a good time talking with him. So We're going to bring you this interview with Joshua Carter, and it is presented by All Around Roofing. Just like Josh Carter is an all-around great player for EKU, All Around Roofing is an all-around great company for your house if you have any exterior needs. So siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, uh, roof repairs, roof replacements. Well, All Around Roofing is the right place for you. So we're going to bring you the interview by Uh, Are with, excuse me, Joshua Carter. And then uh, we'll get to that as soon as we hear from All Around Roofing. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call the day, 859-489-5179. To get a free quote, that's 859-489-5179. We can handle Your all-around exterior needs and
1: all-around roofing.
2: Joining us now on the program is EKU running back Joshua Carter. Joshua, thanks for being with us. We really do appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show.
2: Yeah, man, what a game. Uh, you had a 69-yard run. You got 125 yards total, uh, touchdown as well. And, uh, you know, it's just been in recent weeks that you've been given the opportunity to show what you had. And uh, it didn't take you long to to show that you can be an effective part of this team and a helpful part of this team. Let's start with the game Saturday. How did it feel to have that much success in the game?
1: I feel good. You know, I mean, that's what we strive for every day. Uh, Just trying to get better and then see, see what happens during the game. Um, Just good preparation all week. I never. I'm not. I'm not one that's always looking forward to the individual results. I just, you know, just trying to help the team win, do whatever I can, and I mean, it's nice to see that at the end of the day, uh, you're doing your job. So um, it felt good to, you know, finally hit that 100 yard mark. Obviously, it's uh it's a not not the only not the only time I'm expecting to do that, but it it definitely feels good to get the first one out of the belt. Definitely now.
2: Before this season, when's the last time you took a snap at running back?
1: Um In a game? Yeah. Mm. High school. Yeah. High school. My senior year in high school. <laughs> so that's 2019. Well, the now, season was in 2018.
2: 2019. Okay. Now, when you came to EKU, obviously you came in expecting to be a running back from everything I understood, talking to the coaching staff and things like that. Um, but – when you went, uh, and I, I had it pulled up for, but um, when you came out of high school, they, they moved you to defense. I know, obviously, you played defense in high school too. I'm sure, um, but right. was running back the position you wanted to play, uh, or how,
1: how did you kind of view that coming out of high school? Um, coming out of high school, I kind of was just. I am mean, I, I played, I played the, on the defensive side of the ball a good bit more than I did on offense, but mm-hmm. I was. I was honestly in the point to where I just wanted to go to college and help a team win. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. even care what position I was playing, as long as I could at least get on the field and get some time to um, help the team win. Now, as the years went on and on, you started, you started to kind of get a realization that, hey, you know, the end goal is the NFL. And not saying it's impossible, but you don't see too many linebackers my size. So, you know, just mm-hmm. had to. Have a sit down with a coach at the previous university and we had a good conversation. Then at that time he he knew that I played running back in high school a little bit and just had to see me move around and see how I was how I was uh north and south, how agile I was, you know, just making sure he's that he's making the right decision. So um to answer your question, I it didn't it didn't really bother me what position I played. I just wanted to get on the field, man. Yeah. So how
2: did it come about with EKU? How did you end up here? Um, how did they know that you wanted to play running back? Those kinds of things.
1: So I ended up getting moved to running back at my previous school and had some, had a injury over there. So um, situation just wasn't the right situation to be in, I felt like. So just into the transfer portal and probably about, a week and a half or so after I entered coach Richmond, followed me, hit me up and tell me that he was interested. He definitely kept it straightforward, you know, throughout all of our talks. So I kind of knew what to expect coming in, but um, knew how the offense was going to be ran, all that type of stuff, kind of getting me up to date to where I wouldn't have to be playing and catch up the whole time, you know? So um, mm-hmm. it was good though that the, Whole recruiting process, it all went well. I believe it did. I mean, get some playing time now, trying to help a team win. I feel like I'm in the right place at the right time, you know.
2: Definitely. And I tell you, EKU, they address offensive line in the offseason too. They already had some stellar guys on the line. They go out and add some other guys and and beef it up a little bit as well. So now you're not only are you in an opportunity to, to get carries, you're behind an offensive line that has been built to help you basically. I mean, it's built to protect Parker, but at the same time, the, the changes they made throughout the season, it seemed like they were trying to address the run game in those changes. Um, so running behind those guys, how, how does it, how does it look uh, back there behind those guys? How, how did they help you in this run game?
1: They helped tremendous. I, I always tell them after every time I get the ball or an explosive player or anything, or even on the bad, even on the, on the bad runs, I, um, I always just try to remind them that everything starts with them, and I mean it, it. Playing playing behind them makes it easy, you know. It makes it fun just to know that you can you can trust five guys or six guys or seven guys, depending on what personnel that we're in, to lead the way. And you know, all you gotta do is just ride the way. So it, yeah, <laughs> it, it it definitely slows the game down, knowing that the the line of scrimmage is gonna get dealt with, and I just gotta do my part, but. I always, even after touchdowns, you know, we have a uh, have a a touchdown belt that we have mm-hmm. on the sideline, and I always just try to give it to the offensive line because I know in my heart that al- although I get the credit, you know, I get the the stats on the on the stat sheet on ESPN and stuff, but without them, that touchdown doesn't mean anything because it's not gonna happen, you know. So. Yeah just trying to remind them that they're the cause for this. And we're we're all behind the offensive line. And, you know, we can all help each other, you know, make each other look good. Definitely.
2: Now, how are your hands? Uh, You got one catch last week. Um, uh, How how do you consider
1: your hands to be in the receiving game? You know, I'm a little biased, but I'm realistic, (laughs) too. You know, I I, I, I love my hands. I think they're great. I think they're great. Knock on wood, nothing's happened yet, but – um, I believe in my hand ability, my catching ability. I believe that it's important to be just as effective in a pass game as the run game. To that makes for a more diverse offense, you know, just defenders having to cover downfield and having to worry about a check down or whatever the case is, knowing that the, the simple the the simple plays can be made too, you know. If a case in case a play breaks down, a check down is there, you know, it's 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 fun to play with a quarterback that trusts you, you know, Yeah. that's able to trust your hands and know that you're able to affect the pass game just as much as you're able to affect the run game.
2: What about pass blocking? Has
1: that been kind of newer to you, especially at the college level? Um, and how have you put um, that up? You know, we did a lot of, a lot of pass blocking and the scrimmages and um, kind of throughout the season. Now it's a different experience for sure in the game. Because you never know what tempo people are going to be on. So some people might have a high motor. Some people might have just want to look like they're they're going crazy and really not really applying that much pressure. So that's just – I feel like it comes with just having a feel for the game and knowing your opponent. But I, I honestly – I can honestly say that I enjoy pass blocker.
2: Now, you might be tired of this question, so I apologize if you are, but obviously your brother has made it to that next level. And uh, how much have you leaned on his experiences or what he learned to get to that point in what you're doing right now? Man,
1: we talk every day, if not every day, every other day, Uh, you know, so it's, it's definitely motivational to see somebody, especially that, especially your relative, you know, it's, for some people, some people are like, oh, that's super crazy. Your brother's in the NFL and stuff. But to me, it's just normal, you know. That's When yeah. we were growing up, That's just the, that was the expectation for us, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's, he's definitely giving me tips on how to read defenses and slow the game down so you can make the right decision at the right time. But I think one of the most important things that we talk about is taking advantage of every opportunity that we get, you know, because you, you – you may not know. You may not know your number doesn't get called, and you might get sat down. You know, so mm. we always tell each other, give them a reason to keep you in the game. Do your teammates
2: ever uh, ask you to message him about fantasy football
1: stuff? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> not not necessarily like, hey, tell him he's doing a good job. You know, we we need him to get more touches. It's more of just like. Yeah, hey, I got your brother on fantasy, man. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. It's it's nice to know that um something like that is available, you know. somebody that you hold dear to your heart is yeah. is a big figure for other people. So just being an inspiration and stuff like that. It's it's, it's enjoyable to see. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Uh last thing for you, and again, thanks for doing this. Uh, one of our sponsors is Mad Mushroom Pizza. It's just across from the campus. If you haven't had it yet, you gotta try it out. But I right. ask first time guests that come on the show, if you're ordering a pizza, what do you gotta have? Like, what, what's your go to
1: toppings for pizza? Honestly, I, I I'm actually a vegetarian, so I only oh, okay. eat cheese pizza. Cheese yeah. pizza. I'm not really too big on, um, I putting a whole bunch of different vegetables on top of the pizza. If mm-hmm. I just get a cheese pizza, man, put some 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 Parmesan sprinkles on top or some red red pepper flakes, I go to town on that. I, I'm I'm just okay with that. Okay, so what's your pregame meal? Um, whatever they give us. Sometimes, a lot of times it's like green beans, mashed potatoes, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge lunch eater. I, I eat more of my uh, get more of my nutrition at the breakfast. So definitely, mm-hmm. if I meet a if so I get my nutrition from breakfast, it'll be pancakes, grits, eggs, um, home fries, or hash browns, whatever potatoes that they give us. Yeah. Then, good old water to wash it down.
2: <laughs> I was talking with Parker this weekend about food, and he said,
1: "Yeah, they definitely feed us well. They don't. They're not too too bad." Oh yeah, you're not. You're never never gonna go short out of, out of a meal. That's making awesome. sure your stomachs are full.
2: Yeah, that's great.
1: Uh, Joshua
2: Carter, again, running back. He's uh, started getting uh, more touches in the last couple weeks, especially. Took huge advantage of it this last week. And, of course, the more important thing out of all that is the win against Central Arkansas. Now you guys go up against Jacksonville State this weekend. We're looking forward to that game. You'll be on the road, of course, for that one before coming back against Kennesaw State the last week there as well. Uh, Joshua, welcome to Richmond. I haven't told you that yet. Uh, We we sure enjoy watching you and cheering you on. Congrats on the success so far. And good
1: luck moving forward as well. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's a good experience on the on the podcast. Thank you for having me.
2: Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus. Mad Mushroom offers colonels amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit. Tell them the Sports Stove sent you, and you'll get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online madmushroom.com. And when you order, enter the code Sports5, Sports5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by madmushroom.com. Again, you can order online, madmushroom.com. I just said that. Everybody's represented by Mad Mushroom. You can order online, madmushroom.com, or go in person right across the street from EKU's campus as well. Uh, The football season is rolling along, and the playoffs are in sight. And one of the things that I've seen the constant improvement from this Colonels team is the defense. Uh, A couple weeks ago, Eli Harrison uh, suddenly entered into the transfer portal. Uh, situation he didn't uh, appreciate uh, some criticism from the d de- uh pointed to the defense from allowing allowing so many yards and so many points he decided he wanted to go somewhere else so he left when doing so that opened the door wide open for Jalen Harrod. Jalen had already been an important part of this team both on special teams and on defense but then his role grew over the last couple of weeks and he has taken full charge of that opportunity and I sat down with Jalen Had a great conversation with him, and we're going to bring that to you. This uh, interview is presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. Do you have centipedes, spiders, any other pest? Mice? uh, Wintertime coming around, mice are going to become an issue. IPM Pest and Termite can help you if you live in Madison County or surrounding areas as well. Get more information at myipm.com. The interview uh, with Jalen Harrett will come to you right after this quick word from IPM Pest and Termite. That's myipm.com.
0: This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth turkey for forty or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast,
2: fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of
0: thirty-five dollars or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone.
2: Joining us now on the show is EKU linebacker Jalen Harrod. Uh, Welcome to the show, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good, man. How about you?
2: Doing very good. Doing very good. Uh, You know, I was talking with your mom not too long ago, and one of the things (laughs) she said to me is he's patiently waiting for his opportunity. And when he gets it, he's going to be ready for it. Uh, Now, you've been playing. You've been playing special teams. You've been playing defense. This is not new to you, but now you've kind of been pushed into a larger role in the team, and you've answered uh, quite well, I would say. Are you pleased with the uh, uh,
0: with what you've been able to do with the extra extra opportunities? Um, you know, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm real proud of myself. Uh, proud of that I've been able to stay true to myself, uh, knowing who I am, knowing I'm a hard worker, and I can get you know the job done that needs to be done. Um, but to say I'm um, pleased gives a um, an inkling that I'm, I'm complacent or like I'm content, but I, I'm not. Um, I still have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of uh, growth and development to still come by. So uh, I'm happy with what I'm doing, uh, but I'm really looking forward to what I can bring in the weeks to come.
2: Yeah, and that makes sense. I can understand that. It's, you know, it's funny, I was looking at your stats from last year. Basically, if you just take the Northern Alabama and the SEMO games, you've you matched and surpassed just in those two games. Uh, with what your stats were last year, including those tackles for losses uh, and things like that as well. Seven tackles in North Alabama, seven at SEMO, four last week. And then you got your uh, first pick of the season as well. Uh, Was it the first of your college career?
0: Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, and I know you you probably wanted a couple more yards on the end of that run, but what was going through your mind after the interception
0: while you were running? Oh, man, as I was running, I just as soon as I caught the ball, I just thought go like I, I didn't I didn't really look around very well. I noticed that I had open field to the right. So I went that way. I saw one defender and I knew Matt Jackson was uh, to the right of me and I, I assumed he could outrun him. But I guess he didn't because he couldn't get that block at the very end. But um, as soon as I got outside of that, that one defender, or I guess offender. Um, I was just trying to get as many yards as I could.
2: Yeah. Have you given Matt a hard time about not, not being able to beat that guy?
0: Oh yeah. 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 For sure. He's always talking about how fast he is. He's the fastest uh, player on our team runs, you know, 21s on the catapult and then couldn't there.
2: Uh. (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious.
0: Um, Matt, Matt, we've had a good time with
2: Matt on the show and, uh, you know, it's funny. He is, he, he does like to talk. There's no doubt about that. Now mm-hmm. is your style. Are you a talkative guy on the field? Uh When talking specifically to the, to the opposing team, or are you more of a quiet nature?
0: Uh I, I'd say I'm a passionate guy. I really, I'll talk with my team more than I talk to the other team, but if someone initiates it, I definitely will finish it. Yeah. Um I, I'm not really much of a, of, the, of a starter though. You know, like I don't, I don't just look, To talk smack, I like to let my play do that. But if someone's starts talking, I will make sure to let them know I am here too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, tell me about this defense a little bit. You guys, you've had some games where you've allowed lots of points. And even in those games, it hasn't looked bad. Like, it hasn't been looked pathetic or anything like that. Um, You had the one one game that the last drive couldn't hold out against uh, Sam Houston, I think it was. Um, But overall, it seems like as the – season's gone on, the
0: defense has gotten better and better and better. Have you, have you felt that same way? Uh, Of course Um, we're really, we've always been detail oriented, but we're really locking in after those, as you said, those games where they scored a lot on us. Um, You're right. It wasn't, it wasn't pathetic whatsoever. We didn't just give up. We didn't just um, not give effort. It was more of a, a mental error. Someone didn't hold leverage on the edge or someone didn't come down to fill a gap. And um, we've we've really focused on fixing those problems as well as coming together, really, really loving and trusting each other and and trust and having faith in the people you're playing next to. Uh, It does numbers on defense for your performance. I mean, being able to fill a gap and not having to worry about jumping back because you don't know if the guy in front of you is hitting is it it takes a lot of thinking out of the game and allows us to just play fast and play free.
2: Sure. Now, your offense has been averaging, I don't know the exact number, but they've been scoring a bunch of points in a lot of games this season. At one time, the average was 37. I don't know if it's still there or not. But um, does having an offense that you can trust to go out and score, that's, they're averaging 36.4 points a game. So just um, having an offense that goes out and score, does that make, make it more freeing on the defense? Or do you even
0: consider that aspect of it at all? Um. As I'm playing, uh, having an offense like that, it ju- it makes me feel like on plays where I get to the six-yard line on a pick, uh, I'm not I'm not as mad that I didn't score because I know that the offense is going to go down there and they're going to score, even the next player and that that series after that. I know they'll capitalize. Hmm. Um, but uh, outside looking in and as as an overview, I I could only imagine that, um, it having a good offense like that really it makes our play calls easy. Like if we are already doing our job and we're not having to worry about uh, making an extra play or doing that much more in the turnover battle, I feel like we we could call just about anything and have faith that as long as we get the ball down offense, regardless of their field position is going to go do what they need to do. Mm. That's how that's how I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it has been a, a crazy effective offense. Even the last couple of years, they've done a good job on third down conversions as well, and and of course having Parker who's been there for years now, um, having an experienced quarterback like that and someone that everyone trusts uh, can kind of go you know hand in hand with that as well. How well does the team get along? Not just the you know, I feel like the linebackers get along real well, and the defensive line gets along really well. The offensive line gets along really well. How, how does the entire team, defense and offense, and those kinds of things, and how would you, how would you compare it to the years past? With
0: how you guys get along this year?
1: Um
0: I personally and honestly speaking, uh, I don't do that well of a job of of, of looking at that and really analyzing it. But mm. now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, when we're talking about like locker room interaction stuff, um we are so much closer than what we were in years past. Uh, there was a point in, in my 2020 season that I couldn't name like 12 offensive players, but now I know every single walk-on that we have. And I talk to them every day, every scout that we have, I talk to them. Um, I I make sure to to tell the scout team, I appreciate them. Or like when offensive linemen come over for our technique drills and individual, I make sure to tell them that I'm very grateful that they're coming over. Cause I know it's not a fun job. Um but uh, if I, if you look around the locker room, Coach Wells actually made it a point this – was either last year or this year – to uh, switch up the locker room, like where the lockers are. And instead of, like, all defensive players being near each other and all offensive players, he actually mixed and mingled it. So, you know, I'm having a conversation with Peyton Lindley – or, I mean, Peyton Collins, sorry, every day, um, just chopping it up, making fun of him if you you know, did some fun. Stuff for practice, and that's something I wouldn't have done in 2020. Yeah, is is some of that just your growth?
2: Um, I mean, you're, you're a couple years older now, so is some of that just that, or is it a lot of it? What
0: the coaching staff has done? Um, you know, as much as I'd like to give uh, credit to myself for that, <laughs> the coaches have done a fantastic job. They have they have pressed the issue of of loving and serving. Um, of really trusting your teammates, of getting to know your teammates. Um, we, we actually have this segment um, uh, in like the off season where on defense, we would get up and we'd pick like three people a day and during a team or a, a unit meeting. And we would sit up there and ask, you know, what's your why? And you would, you know, give, give your little life story or why you play football, why, you know, you make the decisions you make, why you care so much about this game. And, and that, that was really telling, you know, and then we have team uh, dinners uh, like tonight, like this, I'm in the car right now coming home from one um, in the summer, we had team dinners where we would sit down and we would do the same thing, you know, ask what's your why. And it was actually uh, player board led. It wasn't the coaches uh, this year who, who did it. It was also us. So, you know, the coaches have done a good job of really molding our leaders into um, coming together and focusing on that. But, I think us, you know, not me personally, my development, I think us, the team yeah. has really taken it upon ourselves to get to know the man next to you and understand why he makes the decisions he makes or, you know, why his personality is the way it is. And it's, it's fantastic. I think it's really, it's us a whole, as a whole, I don't think there's any one place you could really put it. Sure. Um, this, this week,
2: he has got a tough one. It's been tough pretty much all season. But uh, Austin P. They, they took care of Austin P. No problem. Um, of course, they're moving on to to the Conference USA next year. And um, but I there's we still but you've played them, so, so you know what they are like yeah. that. So going into this week with, I know the playoffs are on the mind to some degree. Uh, you got two tough games to close out the season. So what's the mindset going into this Jacksonville State game?
0: Um, it's really, um, it's really going one and zero every week. You know, um, we got a lot, a lot ahead of us. We have a lot of opportunity um, that's ahead of us, and it's good to understand that. You know, it it, it takes a certain level of perspective to know how important the games we're playing are. But you know, just because we have a playoff run or a conference championship or a share of a conference championship in our near future, it doesn't make every Saturday any less important, you know, like uh, we, even if we were right. one and 22, we'll, this Saturday would still be an important game. Cause it's the one that's here. Um, and, and that's how we have to look at it. That's what we have been looking at it as, you know, going on a three win streak is fantastic. I mean, you know, no one cares. We got to win this one. If we lose and we go and we lose the streak, I mean, who cares that we went on a three win streak, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> that's a great point. Actually. Um, it has your, I guess, the, I probably know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Has your preparation changed <laughs> at all in the last couple of weeks with knowing the opportunity
0: that you have in front of you? Uh, I mean, no, not really. I mean, my preparation has changed year to year as I've gotten older, as I've matured and, and understood what it takes, really takes to prepare but in the past couple of weeks, no, I mean, gay, day by day, week by week, game by game, you stack good days, you stack good games, you stack good practices, um, and and that's what that's what makes it, you know, it's yeah, it's not a matter of uh, preparation is always going to be important. And it's always going to be increasing, not because of the playoffs. Again, it's because we have a game to play. It's because we have, you know, a university to represent. We have ourselves to represent.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let me, let me close it out with this. Uh, Mad mushrooms, one of our sponsors. So we always ask our, our guests, if you're getting a pizza, what's your go-to? What, what do you got to have on a pizza?
0: Gotta have classic pepperoni. Okay. Yes, <laughs> classic sir. pepperoni.
2: Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. No, man. Can't go wrong. For sure. Jalen Harrod. First of all, congrats. Congrats. I know your hard work. Um, the coaching staff has always spoke very highly of you. And your hard work's paying off as you get more opportunities now. Um, you're developing into a leader on this team. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing how the season continues to go for you, the defense, and the rest of the team as well. So congrats so far. Good luck moving forward. Good luck this weekend against Jacksonville State as well. And thank you again for coming on the show.
0: Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And, of course, love to uh, love to be here.
2: Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks, proudly serving EKU's campus. Mad Mushroom offers Kernel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the Sports Stove sent you, and you get five dollars off any order over twenty dollars. Or visit online, madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. College basketball is now underway. Both the men and the women got started off on Monday night. Let's start with the men. They got the win. Kind of a tune-up, uh, a relatively easy game. Miami of Ohio, Middle, uh, Middletown. Yes, Middletown. And 137-52. Uh, to 52. That's the way you want to start. They held Middletown to 25.4% shooting, 5% from the three-point line uh, as well. And we saw some big games, right? You saw Isaiah Cozart, who there's, the fans you know, are really excited about. 12 points, 8 rebounds. Michael Moreno had a good start. 18 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, Tay-Tay, 14 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. Uh, Tayshawn Comer, the freshman point guard, uh, didn't shoot a whole lot. He was 1 for 4, 4 points, 4 assists. Uh, you're going to see him come a long way this season. Cooper Robb with a nasty slam, 10 points. Eight rebounds for him as well. Wardy threw up eight points. Uh, Turner Puntry had 19 points. Uh, DJ, 16 points and six assists. I'm telling you, I'm pulling for DJ. Uh, I love the way he works and hoping he gets some opportunities this year. Uh, Leland Walker, the other freshman guard, uh, three of five shooting, seven points, two boards, two assists as well. But, of course, the story of the night was John Ukamadu. Uh, he went nine for ten, seven rebounds, nineteen points, two assists, and some pretty dunks. And you're going to see that all year from John. And uh, he's the JUCO transfer that came in. He's going to be really, really fun to watch this year. Wardy is a great dunker. John is even better. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, DK Darden Capiti, uh, two points. You're going to you're going to like him. Jackson Holt, eight points. Uh, he was 2 of 6 from the three-point line, but he's a shooter. He's he, That's going to hit. He had four rebounds and three assists also. So a lot of good stuff there to start off the season for EKU, but they immediately get thrown in the fire 7 o'clock Thursday night at home against Western Kentucky. If you don't have your tickets yet, you better get them. It's going to be a fun game to be at. I'm looking forward to being uh, there for. They follow that with a game against Cincinnati. It is, it's a tough schedule. So uh, make sure you come around. Be a part of it. It's, it is it is going to be an incredible Incredibly fun team to watch. Uh, You're really going to like them. Uh, Let's talk about the EKU women. They're getting ready to face Appalachian State on Friday, uh, also at home. Uh, It's at 7 o'clock at night. They've had their first game against Evansville on Monday. They lose the game by eight points, uh, but plenty of good things from this game as well for EKU. They shot the ball 38.9%, 37.5% from the three point line. We're going to see a good shooting team from these EKU women uh, this year. Uh, let's see your hacker at 12 points. Uh, Kirkwood, Ari Kirkwood, she's going to be the glue player this year 11 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, Miss Rainey, she has uh, played at Florida. Uh, Danielle Rainey uh, comes in. She had seven points, four rebounds, three assists. She's a shooter. She did not have a good night on Monday. But, again, you're going to see that improve. Uh, we saw uh, Lacey hit seven. Uh, Alcolette hit at eight. And Brietta Fox, she had two points there as well. Of course, the story of the night, though, was Antoinette Walker. Um, she does not go by Antoinette. And I apologize. I keep forgetting to ask exactly how 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 we're supposed to say her name. But I, I, I want to feel like it's Ari there as well. But anyways, uh, Antoinette Walker, she had herself quite the game, 29 points uh, in this game uh, to go along with 10 rebounds. She's going to be a huge piece. Her and Rainey, uh, along with Alice, are going to be crucial on the offensive end. And we're going to see a, a higher scoring team this year than we saw last year. Uh, with his EKU women's team. But again, they face off Friday at home against Appalachian State, 7 o'clock. If you can be there, be there for that game. I will not be able to be there due to a high school game that I'll be coaching. But um, if you can make it, I'm telling you, these girls need your support. They, the fan base did not do well supporting this team last year. So come on out. They're a really fun team to watch. Uh, Coach Todd is doing a great job and his staff there with the team as well. So, so come out and be a part of these games. Uh, plenty of things going on. As well, uh, We released an episode late last week, or maybe even early this week. I interviewed Coach Chris Prothrow from EKU Baseball. If you haven't heard that yet, make sure you go back and listen. Some great stuff with him. We talked for about 25-30 minutes about the baseball team this year. I think you'll really enjoy that. I always appreciate uh, Coach Prothrow and the time that he gives. Uh, thank you today to our guests, Jalen and Joshua. And uh, thank you to you for listening as well. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. Uh, and we'll continue to put out episodes every Wednesday morning at some point, probably after football season, we might move the episode to release later in the week, like on a Friday or Saturday. Uh, but for now we'll continue to release on Wednesdays. And then, uh, also Wednesday nights, I go live with my dad. We talk general sports, um, NFL, um, not a whole lot of NBA, some, uh, college football, college basketball, those kinds of things. So feel free to tune into those wherever you get the sports stove podcast as well. Thank you to our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, IPM Pest and Termite, and All Around Roofing for their support of this program. And thank you to Rickson for helping us get those interviews lined up this week as well. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. Kenny a look, sets in the pocket,
0: throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.